0: family, this is Stacey and Dave with Plants Changed My Life. We hope you were able to catch last week's show and that you were able to really hone down on a solid purpose for your wellness journey.
1: In today's episode, we want to talk to you about step two, reducing your sodium consumption. Did you know that heart disease is the leading cause of death in America? Cancer is number two, if you're wondering.
0: High blood pressure or hypertension is the most common preventable cause of heart disease.
1: High blood pressure can lead to complications like heart attack or stroke, aneurysm, heart failure, and also things like kidney damage and erectile dysfunction.
0: High blood pressure is often called a silent killer. It develops slowly over time. There are often no symptoms, and a lot of people have it and are just simply not aware. Researchers say high blood pressure tends to run in families, but eating and lifestyle habits run in families too, so it doesn't have to be inevitable that you get high blood pressure. According to Mayo Clinic, high blood pressure is very common. Like, almost half of all adults will have it, and it's especially common among African American people. Researchers say African Americans are developing high blood pressure at younger ages And the cases among black people are often more severe than those found in other races. Serious complications are also more common in African-Americans. Risk factors for high blood pressure include being overweight, smoking, not getting enough exercise, and having too much sodium in your diet. Stress can also play a role in developing high blood pressure.
1: All of these things are in our control. There's a lot that can be done, and today we're going to focus on sodium. Having too much sodium in your diet can cause your body to retain fluid, which increases blood pressure. Reducing your sodium intake starts with becoming aware of how much salt is in the food you eat. And you can really find a lot of salt in some surprising places. The majority of the sodium you consume is not coming from the salt shaker on your table. You might think that you are not adding a lot of salt to your food, but you don't have to when it's already in the food that is bought. More than 75% of sodium comes from processed foods, according to the American Heart Association. Processed foods high in sodium include things like hot dogs, lunch meats, canned goods, TV dinners, cheese, pickles, and even condiments and sauces.
0: So what can we do? Number one, start reading labels. When you go to the store, don't just scan the front of the package. The most important info will be on the back. If the front of the package looks good, I challenge you to just turn it around and read the back. Read the ingredients. The ingredients are listed in order of volume. If salt is high on the list of ingredients, that's an indicator that the product could be high in sodium. The other important thing to be aware of is the serving size. When you look at the facts label and the sodium level seems reasonable to you, know that it is listed according to the actual serving size, that's how much you eat. For example, years ago, when I worked at a TV station that didn't allow us to leave for lunch, I would pack a can of Progresso soup and I would eat the whole can. It didn't seem like a lot to me, but Progresso considers that to be two servings. So my lunch would (laughs) my lunch of Progresso soup would have one thousand six hundred and thirty milligrams of sodium. And according to the nutrition facts label on the same can, that's 71% of the daily recommended value of sodium that we should have in a day. Okay, that was just lunch. So you can imagine I was consuming a lot of sodium, totally unbeknownst to me. The American Heart Association recommends 1,500 milligrams or less as the amount of sodium recommended for ideal heart health. The average American consumes 3,400 milligrams of sodium on average in a day. When you're shopping, compare labels and choose the product with the lowest amount of sodium per serving. Different brands of the same food can have different sodium levels. Also, look out for canned goods that don't have added salt or are at least labeled low sodium.
1: Now, the next thing you can do is that giant leap for mankind. Reduce the amount of processed foods you eat. Salt is used as part of the preservation process and to make up for the flavor that is lost via shelf life. Now, the third thing we want you to do this week is switch your table salt to sea salt. Sea salt has about the same amount of sodium as table salt, but it's usually a better choice, and here's why. It's not as processed, so it may contain trace minerals. When you pick up that sea salt, you may find that you use less salt overall. That's because of volume. When using coarse sea salt in recipes, the larger flakes of sea salt take up more space on a teaspoon, resulting in less being used.
0: Now, when it comes to seasoning your food, one of the best things you can do is to know that there is more than just salt and pepper. Have you ever bought something or eaten out and the food was just salty with no flavor? It is pretty cool to explore the bounty of flavor you can create with food by using seasonings and herbs. It's a win-win. You can reduce your sodium intake by using seasonings and herbs as the primary way to add flavor to your foods. And there's even an added bonus here. Seasonings and herbs not only give you flavor complexity, but they contain healing compounds as well. Studies show that many herbs and spices have the ability to lower your blood pressure and also your risk for heart disease. How how nice is that? That's
1: nice. That's nice. These healing herbs and spices include some we especially love. Stacy says I smell like all of them. And that's uh, garlic, (laughs) ginger, cayenne, (laughs) turmeric, cumin, and cinnamon. All at the same time, I smell like that. Mm -hmm. So be liberal in your use of herbs and spices. We have a link in this episode post with more information to help you learn more about these herbs and spices. One cool thing about herbs is that you can use them fresh or dried. But that brings up another hidden source of sodium again. When buying seasoning blends, buy salt-free seasoning blends because you can easily end up adding way more salt than you even want. So just go for the regular herb, straight herb, nothing extra.
0: And finally, did you know that potassium helps counter the effects of sodium and it may help lower your blood pressure? So incorporate potassium-rich foods into your rotation like avocados, sweet potatoes, potatoes, spinach. White beans, black beans, kidney beans, oranges, bananas, everybody knows bananas, watermelon, and cantaloupe. Now, there are many other dietary and lifestyle changes that can help reduce your blood pressure and lower the risk for heart disease. And we'll touch on some of them in our upcoming episodes.
1: Wrapping things up this week, we're leaving you with three action steps to focus on to lower your sodium intake. Number one. Be especially vigilant about sodium, knowing where sodium shows up in your diet. Start reading the back of products to spot out those sneaky sources in your pantry and while you're out shopping. Do your best to eliminate unnecessary sources of sodium in your diet. Quick side tip is that you can get nuts, seeds, and even chips without salt. And then you can add your own seasoning and get jazzy with it.
0: Yeah, get jazzy with it. (laughs) Number two. When you're cooking at home, try to experiment with some new ways of flavoring your food. Don't forget about onion, garlic, cilantro, oregano, chives, all those things, those fresh or dry, either one is good.
1: Now, the last action step we want you to take this week is to push that table salt to the back and save it for art and science experiments. In exchange for the table salt, go this week and purchase some sea salt, if you haven't already. The cool thing about sea salt is that there are different types that have different subtleties, like smoked sea salt, pink Himalayan sea salt, Celtic sea salt, and even black sea salt.
0: We've included some links to resources that'll be helpful in this mission. So check it all out on this episode post on our website, plantschangemylife.com. And don't forget to join us in our forum and share your thoughts on what you discover as you look out for sneaky sodium sources and experiment with new ways of flavoring your food.
1: Is changing your salt or reducing your salt intake a step you've already taken? If so, get on the forum and let everyone know how it's helped you out or if it's helped you out. Also, we want to thank everyone who chimed in last week on the forum. Uh, We've read them and we see that you have some interesting, very interesting whys and very interesting thoughts on on, uh, how that why helps you and, and can possibly help other people. For those that weren't able to get to the forum yet, Go ahead and still stop by and chime in on some of the topics. Say hello and let us know how your journey's going. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to seeing you again. Until next time, remember, when you eat good,
0: you reap good.
1: Peace.